Three letters. Wow. What a story. Oh, what a presentation. I'll tell you, Tamara Trowbridge and Linda Gatz put it all together. They were the heart. And so why don't you give them a big round of applause. <laughs> Appreciation for good hard work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, it kind of looks like I'm an add-on here, but really what I am is a pre-log. <laughs> I'm going to jump in somewhere in the middle of the story. I think they've done a great job from the beginning. Jesus is in all of it, from the very creation to the very moment you inhale and exhale. He holds it all together, my friends. But I want to part, bring out just a bit of part of the story here for just a few minutes here. Where I'm reading is from Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18. It'll sound very familiar to you, I'm sure. It begins with the word now. Now the birth of Jesus, the Christ, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, tells us two things about Joseph. He was a man of integrity, a man of goodness, and a man of compassion. He was always willing and right to do the right thing, but always with compassion. I want you to notice that. And he was unwilling to put her to shame. He resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, I want you to take note exactly what the angel says. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, significant to point out the line of this man, born from the line of David, the right to be king. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit, which makes the virgin birth possible. The angel continues to say, she will bear a son, and note this in particular, and you shall call his name Jesus. Now, it's easy to just kind of read right through and say, well, I guess you got to call him something, but nothing is a coincidence in this account. And the angel explains exactly why you are to call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The very mission in coming was about saving people from his sins. The name Jesus means Yahweh's salvation. The name, as it were, says it all. We like to say that about Family Bible Church. We are a family. The Bible is the center of it all. And we are brought together by the Spirit of God. We are the church. But the Lord's salvation means this. The reason Jesus came is not so we could have a holiday at the end of the year. The reason Jesus came is because you and I have a great need. We have a debt we cannot pay, and the debt is sin. Sin is the opposite of love. Sin says, I will take from you. Love says, I will give to you. We have dishonored God. We have, in our pride, in our selfishness, separated ourselves from Him. And God sent His Son, Jesus, 
to reconcile us back to himself, to save us first from the penalty of sin, and then to open the gates to reconcile us back to God. And we are here today, and each one of us, in whatever seat you are seated, in whatever state or country or any continent in which you were born, we all have the same issue. We have sinned. We stand guilty before God, and we all deserve hell, a separation from God, but not just His person, His goodness, His graces, His mercies, those things we take for granted every day. But because God loved us, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, He sent His Son to take on humanity in order that He might die for humanity, to pay the price, the penalty that you and I owe. Friends, He died in our place. That's what Christmas is all about. God sending His Son to be the Savior of the world. It's in His name, my friends. And when you celebrate Christmas this year, in all of the lights and all of the, the, the decorations and the wreaths and, and all of the gifts, friends, don't forget Jesus, the Savior of the world. He died in our place. And what is it that God wants in response? Simply to trust in Him to put our trust in Him. You can let Him know by saying a prayer, but friends, when you engage your heart and you are trusting in Him and no one else to forgive you of your sins, to give you this new life and to reconcile this relationship back to God, your sins are forgiven and a new life, an eternal life is given to you. So right here, right now, the best choice you'll ever make this Christmas is just in the quietness of the moment. Ask God to forgive your sins based on what Jesus has done for you, and He will. And He will give you purpose, He will give you hope, and He will give you His grace to endure whatever it is you face. And He will give you life. And one day, one day, He will give you a home where you will see Him and live with Him forever. It's not about saying a prayer, my friends. We say the prayer because it's what our heart longs for. And so just in this moment, the quietness of your heart, eyes opened, eyes closed, what will you do with Jesus this Christmas? Father, with a room this size, this number of people, I know the Spirit of God is drawing. I know there's some battling going on here. Should I do it? Should I, it seems good, but I don't know. God, I pray that you will draw them to yourself. Give them the faith to act. Even now in the quietness of this moment, Spirit of God, Bring them to what Christmas is really all about, faith in your Son. And God, we thank you for Jesus. Amen. Please stand with us for our last song together.